Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garland. And I'm Mike Spring. You know, when we're on the World Wide Web, we sometimes forget that we're on the World Wide Web. And this week we got... So we got an email from somebody in another, really another part of the world, one that I'd really like to visit someday but haven't gotten to. Have you guessed yet where it is? Oh, yeah. You narrowed it down so well, Warren, <laughs> uh, out of the, the four billion countries that are out there. I mean, I think I pretty much know exactly okay. Well, it's actually, it about. came from Lyon, France. Wow. And yeah, yeah. A young lady by the name of Cheryl, and we're excited. You know, Mike doesn't, sounds like he doesn't know what we're talking about here, but he's the <laughs> one that told me about the email in the first place. Anyway, you know, we're always asking for you to call us or to email us or to, you know, get in touch or, you know, suggest a topic for the podcast. And that's just because we're lazy and we need somebody else to help do our <laughs> jobs. But uh, this is really nice. Somebody took the time to tell us about her experience as, a, as an expatriate. She's American, but living in France. And how she's kind of, as she puts it, fallen into VO. And I think it's a, an interesting story that we'd like to tell you about. Yeah, I mean, Cheryl does a real nice job of um, not only complimenting us, which, which let me point out, <laughs> very important. If you want us to read your yes. letter on the show, Extremely. it's always good to start off with a compliment. But um, she really just kind of tells some of the differences between voiceover here in America and voiceover in another country. So we thought we would share that with you. Sounds good. You want to start it off? Sure. I'll take the first uh, paragraph. All um, right. Hi guys, I'm an American living in France where I've sort of fallen into VO. An American friend couldn't make an audition. They called me and I've been recording quarterly reports and the like for Sanofi Pasteur ever since. No idea if I said that correctly or yeah, not. Yeah, but that's close enough for me. Right. Apparently, the ability to read large words correctly at a faster than normal rate of speed is a viable talent, <laughs> which is true. Uh, one thing I do to prepare, get ready to be embarrassed, she says, which, you know, no, we don't get embarrassed. No, we don't get embarrassed. Uh, we ask for the praise, um, is to listen to a podcast or two just to get my head in the game, since I don't do this more than once or maybe twice a month. I do a decent job. I know I'm not the greatest VO artist in the history of the world, but hey, I don't cringe when they do playback anymore. <laughs> Well, that's good. Several things I've gotten from the podcast that I can say are absolutely true. If you are there in the booth, they want you there. Stop feeling like you're a poser or a fluke. I felt like that for my first half dozen recordings or so. Being pleasant, efficient, accurate, directable, those talents trump pure VO talent almost 100% of the time. I'm convinced that's why they keep calling me back. One of the clients used the word efficient in his talk with the studio owner after a session, and I happened to be standing just around the corner and heard it. Yeah, and, and you know, that really speaks to some of the things we've talked about on the podcast here, Warren, where she says being pleasant, efficient, accurate, and directable. Trump pure VO talent. I mean, that is something that we've said yeah. many, many times. Obviously, having voiceover skill is important. Being able to do the job is important. But man, if you are somebody that a client really likes to work with and exactly. they find easy to work with, yeah. that will get you back in the booth way more often than anything else. She goes on to say, I've noticed that there are quite a few differences in VO in the U.S. and VO here. They tend to prefer an announcery newscaster type tone as their neutral. And she goes on to say that that fees are non-negotiable, at least where the studios are concerned. They have a fee they pay, period. But if they call you back because of a mistake that was their fault, they will pay you in full for a second session. I like that. Is that something we can adapt from the uh, French? <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Mike, uh, continue on there. Yeah, she says, it happened to me once. I read through the text in English, which was for a promotional video for a pharmaceutical company, where they talked about their progress and achievements. To me, it was clear that 
a very upbeat smile tone was needed. The French producer saw the word death in the piece and immediately thought that it should be somber. I said just once that I thought that it should probably be more upbeat. The client wasn't there. He said no, so I followed his directions and read it very down. She says, a week later, I got a call back from the studio asking me to come back in, and when I got there, I was told I needed to redo it, but with more smile this time. I looked at the same producer and raised my eyebrow, but never said a word to anyone about how that's how I wanted to do it to begin with. I had actually struggled with this decision because I didn't want anyone to think I had done it wrong. I posted on a VO forum and everyone said, just do what they say and the goodwill you'll buy from that producer will be worth it. Because if you deliver in that second style, it will be completely obvious where the mistake came from and it wasn't you. Uh, Cheryl, you raise a good point here. Obviously, it is sometimes it's it's hard because you don't want people to think you did something wrong or that you made a mistake. And, and you know, the natural inclination is to speak up and say, but I wanted to read it more upbeat. But, you know, that wouldn't have done you any good because it, it, you, you never know if people are going to believe you or not or just think that maybe you're just trying to make yourself look good. And then all you're going to do is maybe either embarrass or annoy that producer who did tell you the wrong direction in the first place. And that's definitely not going to do you any good. By not saying anything, you showed that you were professional and that keeps both you and the producer looking good. Everyone comes out of it looking professional because you did a good job the second time around and you know there's no hard feelings and I think that was the best move to make. So that is that is the way to go for sure. And she finishes saying, anyway, thanks for your podcast. It's really contributed a lot to my growth as a VO person. I love the interviews with folks, the success stories, the how to act in the booth topics and marketing. And then she says, thanks for putting it out there every week. You never know who you're reaching. And Cheryl, we want to thank you for writing our podcast for us this week, which made our jobs a lot easier. Anytime you want to write in and, and just, you know, send us a complete and full script for a podcast episode, hey, we'll be more than happy to uh, to read it out absolutely. there. There's so. a, there's, the only reward is that you get your first name heard on the podcast. Right. But, you know. And a sense of accomplishment, yeah, exactly. well-being, yeah, well a warm, glowy feeling right, inside. That you, that you gave. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more quick email we got from someone that I really wanted to, uh, to point out. Uh, again, one of the things we talk about and kind of harp on here, we got it from a husband and wife team that took training with us a few years ago here at Voice Coaches. And she says, since then, we've been busy doing uh, e-learnings and have dabbled in a few things here and there. We built a home studio, developed a website, and she says, drum roll, please. I just got my first big check from Jones and Bartlett for a series of microbiology videos. And, and big is in all capital letters. Yes, so exactly. we're, we're assuming it's a pretty good sized uh, check there. Absolutely. So she's been listening to some of our premium classes that we offer. And she says, here's a testimony. Tell everyone you know that you do voiceover really worked for these guys. She says, I got this job through a book rep where I work as a nursing professor. So here we have another listener who, boy, look at that. They take our advice to heart and what happens? They they find success. It's almost like Warren, it's we almost like you and I about. know what we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. uh, no, but seriously, you know, it is an important thing and we talk about this all the time. Tell everyone you know you're a voice actor. I cannot stress how many times people have gotten jobs by striking up random conversations with people they know or acquaintances and many mentioning that they do voice acting, and that of, turns into a job of some sort. Yeah. So, uh, Karen, I'm glad to hear that that worked for you, and keep up the great work. Getting into voice acting isn't a hard thing to do, but there is a right way and a wrong way. To learn about the right way, you can attend Getting Paid to Talk, a single-evening adult education class presented by voice coaches through universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs across the U.S. and Canada. We've got a bunch of classes this summer, and we could be in or near your town soon. That's right, the week of July 8th. 
8th, we'll be offering classes in Casa Grande and Flagstaff, Arizona, Pueblo, Colorado, and Alamogordo and Hobbs, New Mexico. And you know, it's funny because I remember when Alamogordo and Hobbs had their first hit back in 1977 <laughs> there. And uh, man, yeah. I'll tell you, that first album of theirs, that was a winner. It really does sound like, uh, you know, some, something we could like turn into a folk music a duo or, yeah, or something. Exactly, yeah, right. yeah. And back on the East Coast, watch for us in Doylestown, just outside of Philly, uh, and Troy and Peconic, New York. That's out on Long Island. To find out when we'll be near you, just call us at our toll-free number, 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, where we anxiously await your comments, your questions, and or your topic suggestions. Remember, you can also friend us on Facebook, or you can follow us on Twitter. But if we spot you in a car outside Warren's house, we're going to call the cops. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, my wife doesn't like that sort of thing. <laughs> that's, that's understandable. Yeah. That's why I park far away when there I stalk you. you. There you go. So if, if our podcast worked well this week, join us again next week. We'll have uh, email from um, Israel and uh, China. <laughs> and uh, no, anyway, you, you know where we're coming from here. We'll catch you next week. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Hi, I'm an American living in Eastern Australia where I've fallen into VO and I can't get up. (laughs) All right, cool. All right. How do we start this again? (laughs) Hello and welcome to Voice Coaches Radio. I got it now, yeah. I've only done 200 and some odd of them. Yeah. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. You like French fries? I do. <laughs> I don't know where I'm and, going with that. <laughs> and French bread and French dressing. Okay. And to drink Peru. Because if you deliver in that style, it will be completely obvious where the mistake came from. And it, um, yeah, sure, I'll get this right eventually. <laughs> And uh, she says, thanks for putting it out there every week. You never know who will be listening. And, you know, there she is. She actually says you never know who you're reaching. Oh, that's true. But, (laughs) you know, it's because I don't know how to read. It is very competitive, but it's beginning to reap. (laughs) Sure it is. Yeah. But it's beginning to reap. (laughs) Reap rewards is not easy to say for me. Apparently not. Okay.